Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on this episode of Transformers Reanimated. Uh, I believe this is episode six. This is our uh, our excitedly waited for Christmas episode, uh, and uh, I have a bunch of voice actors with me, including Greg. How you doing, Greg? I'm good. I'm good. Ready to destroy some more beloved characters with our terrible <laughs> acting. Okay, me too. Uh, uh, my neighbor Mike is here. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. How's your house? Well, uh, you have to ask me again in about eight to ten weeks. We've uh, so we've taken possession of the new castle, Cybert. The uh, the new Cybertron is under construction but yeah we've got a lot of remodeling to do like we're redoing some floors and paint and doors and and apparently that stuff takes time so we're we're probably not gonna move in until uh i don't know probably like first of february it sounds it looks like from your twitter account that your house will eventually have its own photo album when this is done too so that's cool (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) Hey, everybody's got everybody's got their friends. That's the oversharer, and and that's me. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be that guy. It's all good. I'm excited for you, man. I I, I want a new house with with a, a dedicated studio. Yeah, it's going to be super dope. I'm just going to come over to your place and record from now on. Yeah, well, it, it cracks me up because people perceive that we're neighbors. Never mind the fact that we live what three and a half hours away from each other, something right. like that. But right, wow. but even so still coming far over. away. He's still coming. (laughs) (laughs) Yoshi got nothing to do. Mike, I've got a question. Are your alternators going to go in the new studio? Uh, No, they. uh, uh, All right. So so this is remodeling talk with Mike Seibert. So basically, we have a family room that um, that's going to have uh, my detolfs with all of my alternators in it and maybe a couple other knickknacks as well. Um, a separate TV where we can play video games and watch 3D movies and all of this other stuff. Basically, a lot of like man cavey type stuff that is separate from what the eventual studio space is going to be. The, the studio space is going to be a corner of one of the spare bedrooms because the the space with all of like my toys and all of the um, uh, display stuff, it's too large of a space for a studio because it would just get really echoey. Um, so shorter answer is no. <laughs> um, the, the longer answer is also um, no. But I, I will have some like posters and some other cool stuff in there if I ever start like doing videos or things like that. Because apparently like that's what like the real Transformers podcasters do. They just have like uh, they do Skype videos of them sitting in office chairs and ratty hoodies and you see all the knickknacks behind them. So I, I'm going to be I'm going to be that guy and have like, you know, maybe like uh, uh i don't know like a transformers the movie poster you know like the one i got autographed at tfcon la you know just knickknacks like that that uh, that might be cool looking if i end up doing video content which i probably won't because i'm a podcaster not a youtuber but that's just keep me. it simple keep it classy cool yep 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 and you guys hear the uh, autopod decepticast crew the whole crew's with us this time how you guys doing good Doing well, doing Hi. well. This is Aaron on the line. This is Ryan. And I'm Caleb. <laughs> Aaron and Caleb refuse to not speak until introduced. They're like, I'm going to get my voice out there before you say my name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, don't don't worry, Ryan. You find you find subtle ways and not so subtle ways of making sure people know that your presence is 
<laughs> imminent. I just zipped up my pants because apparently it's been undone for who knows how long. That is actually true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. There's always Tom. money in the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? It's from Arrested Development. There's always money in the banana stand. No touching. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us on. (laughs) Thanks for having us, the Autopod Decepticast, on your program. (laughs) Okay, so so we sat down beforehand this time to pick out our characters. That's right. That's a collective yes. We can't. We canceled each other out. Casted. I made a spreadsheet. The die is cast. It's a lot of work, yes. <laughs> Very well done, Ryan. I made Greg so, download a new app for his phone. To <laughs> yes. <laughs> new, they don't have Google Sheets? In That's Australia. the app. Okay, all right. Oh, we do now. Yeah. <laughs> Stop paying for Microsoft Excel, Greg. You don't need that. You got Google Sheets. <laughs> That's it. I'll spread the word down under. We don't need Microsoft as I force quit Skype. Oi, there's this new there's this new app. Check it out. All right, then are we ready to jump in, gentlemen? Sure. Mm-hmm. I hope so. All right. Good luck. I'll see you guys on the other side. Thanks. <laughs> All right. The Transformers Reanimated Issue Five, titled A Transformers Christmas Carol, written by Greg God, I suck at names. I think it's Yofis. Tanaka. <laughs> uh, art and colors on the cover by Lee Sullivan, a, uh, a respected UK Marvel G1 comic book artist. Love that cover. That, that's a bitching cover. Yeah, so, it's uh, great. So, it takes me way back. So, Yoshi, while we're here, do you have a story that goes with that cover um, or your interaction with Lee Sullivan? Uh, I, I've got I've got things I can say, I suppose. Um, uh, the... <laughs> You know, Damon is our guy. Like yeah. we love Damon. He's a he's a fantastic artist. He sees the vision. He's in it for the long haul. And uh, I, Greg and I also understand uh, spreading the wealth a little bit and getting people who are enthusiastic about drawing uh, G one Transformers on the book as well, just to spread the love out a little bit. And um, this came about by uh, originally I asked Andrew Wildman if he would do the cover, mm-hmm. and. Andrew's like my 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 schedule is totally full, but hit up Lee. Uh, I I think he'd really knock this out of the park. Mm-hmm. Which uh, the results speak for themselves. Uh, Greg and I sent Lee a uh, a Getty image of a guy holding a snow globe, and uh, we said we we want tracks in the snow globe. We want a menacing Megatron. We want Cybertron in the background. It was probably one of the more vaguer descriptions we've ever given for for a cover design. Mm. And, uh, you know, I've been sharing it out on social media, you know, the different iterations that Lee has sent to us as, uh, as he got his work done. And, uh, man, I, you know, I, I look at it each step and I think I, I have no idea how I would color this. I have no clue. Like, I, I don't even know where to begin. And I just, I'm blown away by the results. And like, man, Megatron's eyes to me are, are the money shot. I just, I think those are maniacally looking. I love them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did but that's did he that's do the, the color work as well. Yes, he did everything. He uh, he said if he was going to do it, he wanted to do it from uh, from the first sketch to the final colors. And I'm like, who am I to argue with with a legend? <laughs> like, fucking do it. 
Also, you're making my job easier because I don't have to go find a color. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One stop shopping. Yeah. No, so I'm real happy with how it turned out, and uh, I think we are going to be able to do a, hopefully an audio interview with him in the next week or two, if not mm-hmm. a, not just a, a text interview. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk to him, and I'm I, I think it looks awesome. I know it's a random detail, but I love all the mechanical greeblies in between the joints of Megatron's fingers. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. got that functionality to it. Only you can be like, oh, okay, that's how they would have hands and things like that. <laughs> I like this one too because, like, with the slight alterations um, that Lee does with his style to, you know, sort of that more organic look mm-hmm. to some of the Transformers, mm-hmm. it kind of works for this because even though, you know, we're doing sort of uh, would be episodes of the cartoon, like the, you know, spoilers, the Megatron in this isn't your typical Megatron. So it kind of works as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's sort of like a an alternate Megatron. So. Mm-hmm. Fucking spoilers, man. <laughs> I, I so to it. recap, Mike, so to recap, Mike, I asked Andrew, he said, fuck off. So I asked Lee. And he said, All right. <laughs> There's a short and a long version to that story. That's right. <laughs> man, y'all got Mike Seibert syndrome. Jesus. <laughs> let, let me tell you about the interior decorating I'm going to do next. Oh, no. <laughs> on my next episode, oh. landscaping. <laughs> The tagline for Mike's podcast is, why use four words when you can use eight? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I I keep forgetting what the name of that is, but uh, Perceptor has that, where it's like, you know, the, the, where you use more words than you need to. That's, I'm going to, I'm going to do some research into that. Loquacious. Loquacious, verbose. That also. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's keep it moving. All right. (laughs) We're jumping into page one, panel one of our issue. Interior, the Autobot Arc, Christmas Eve. Caption, December 24th, 1986. With a splash page, inside the Arc, Spike, Carly, Sparkplug, and Chip Chase are helping several Autobots, Powerglide, Blue Streak, Wheeljack, Jazz, Huffer, and even Grimlock in dino mode decorate decorate for Christmas Day. Optimus Prime is lifting Bumblebee into the air, (laughs) who in turn is lifting Spike to place a large golden star atop the massive Christmas tree. Wheeljack. A little to the left. A little bit more. Optimus Prime. Almost there. Bumblebee. That's it, Spike. Spike. Just about got it. Grimlock. To Wheeljack. Me, Grimlock, thought we did this last year. Page two, (laughs) panel one. Wheeljack explains to Grimlock as Huffer looks on. Wheeljack. We've been over this, Grimlock. Christmas is a tradition the humans partake in every year. Huffer. Yeah, it's the only human holiday even I can enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) God, I'm I'm glad he's dead. Huffer ever. I'm glad he's dead. (laughs) <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. Grimlock. Hmm. Then me, Grimlock, love Christmas, too. <laughs> Panel Grim- two. <laughs> Caleb's Grimlock is decidedly sad. He's got- <laughs> <laughs> he does sound like he has seasonal de- like depressive disorder. <laughs> He's got a- Although he... 
He's also very agreeable. Yeah, he changed his mind instantly. He could have touched him. Hit by holiday yeah. spirit. <laughs> that one's sort of like Cookie Monster. <laughs> Panel two. Trax appears in the doorway of the room, arms crossed with disgust. Powerglide turns to face him. Trax. Well, not me. I still don't understand this <laughs> absurd human tradition at all. Power glide. <laughs> ah, come on, Trax. Weren't you surely enough? Sorry. One more time. <laughs> ah, come on, Trax. Weren't you surly enough around the holidays last year? Panel three. Trax looks down his nose at Power Glide, both figuratively and literally, while the smaller, gung ho Autobot remains confused by Trax's attitude. Trax. Seriously, a holiday in which I'm supposed to go out of my way to prepare gifts for everyone except me? What's the point of that? Powerglide. Well, you know, it's... Panel 4. Blue Streak and Jazz insert themselves into the conversation. Blue Streak. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you do a Casey Kasem impression with two words, but... (laughs) That's true, yeah. (laughs) Jazz. Exactly, Daddy-O. Don't tell me you got something against fun. That was good. (laughs) Panel 5. Trax waves off both Jazz and Blue Streak, turning away to instead look off into the distance as though recalling a past memory. Trax. Not at all. Why, I remember back on Cybertron, before the war. Page 3, Panel 1, Interior, Trax's penthouse home, Cybertron. With a flashback to before the war, Trax stands within his lavish apartment-like home on Cybertron. Beside him are several other aristocrats, well-off bots, and general Cybertronian snobs. In particular, laughing alongside Trax stands Mirage, Chrome Dome, and Highbrow. Each of the guests are being attended to by what look like servant droids, while in the distance, Skylynx uh, can be seen at the party regaling others with his charm. <laughs> I do love that you made like this all the hoity-toity bots. I feel like I would really don't want to get stuck talking to Skylynx at a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he takes up all the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point yeah. as well. He can just block you into a corner. <laughs> Plus, he splits into, like, three parts, isn't it? Or two parts. He can be everywhere. <laughs> he can bore multiple people at the same time. Yeah. Tracks continues captioned. <clears throat> My shindigs were the talk of the town. Any town. No one knew fun better than us. <laughs> <clears throat> Panel two. Interior the Autobot arc Christmas Eve. In the background, Powerglide, Blue Streak, and Jazz stand together with folded arms, disappointed by Trax and his demeanor. However, as Trax attempts to exit the frame, he is confronted by Grimlock. Trax. And I must say, those days were a million times better than this lame fiasco of a holiday. Uh? (laughs) (laughs) Tell Grimlock more about Fancy Party. Why are they so much better than Christmas? Panel 3. Trax raises a finger to pontificate further, only to be interrupted by Wheeljax physically interjecting himself between Trax and Grimlock, and gently pushing the Dinobot back away from Trax. Trax. Well, for starters... Wheeljack. Yeah, okay, that's enough of that, Trax. Grimlock, he's just teasing you, buddy. No way his parties were better than Christmas. I mean, how could they be, right? 
Panel four. Wheeljack whispers into Grimlock's T-Rex ear, as in the back, <laughs> as in the background. Tracks <laughs> inspects his hand like uh, inspects his hand like someone who thinks he is in need of a manicure. Wheeljack. Besides, I doubt you would have made the guest list anyway, big guy. Why tell him that? <laughs> That's so rude. Like what? That's, That's not something you can definitely nice. keep to yourself. <laughs> Come on, we're gonna we gotta establish tracks as a dick. Totally. <laughs> he doesn't like dinosaurs. <laughs> Panel five. With one last ditch attempt, blue bumble bluebee bumblebee <laughs> bumblebee spike and chip a. Pr- yeah, that too. <laughs> Blueby, Bumblebee, Spike, and Chip approach Trax, who remains disinterested. Chip. Trax, Christmas is the time that brings the world together. Even in times of war, mankind has always celebrated this festive season. Fucking that word, Greg. Yeah. We'll just mention that I had this I had the you know, festive season and festivities and all that kind of stuff like littered through this original script. You know, <laughs> like, I hate that fucking term. We're gonna change it. <laughs> it's like all right. you get one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Greg's like, fuck you, it's the first one then. <laughs> Spike. Yeah. Sure, gifts are a big part of it, but that's because people want to give presents, not because they have to tracks well good because i don't want to i don't want any of it (laughs) (laughs) just thirsting hell baby yep (laughs) i love it this is why we're here yeah a bad thirsting hell (laughs) or dan Aykroyd's friends in trading uh places trading places yeah yeah she stepped on the ball (laughs) That's exactly what the line I was thinking of. It's Mortimer and what's the other guy's name? Mortimer and uh, Um, Randall and Mortimer. Randolph. 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 Yeah. What about your brother? Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just read that script. Yeah. Yeah. There's panel six parts of that. (laughs) Yeah. Panel six. Tracks transforms into car mode and races off. Races out of the arc, leaving Spike, Chip, Bumblebee, Bluebee, and Wheeljack in a cloud of exhaust. Bumblebee. Trax, come back! Wheeljack. Wow, what a snob. Where's he going? Chip. I don't know, but I hope he finds what he's looking for. So, so cute. <laughs> he's, looking for a, he's looking for a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> Page four, panel one. Exterior. A lonely highway outside Portland, Oregon, night. The city can be seen on the horizon as tracks cruises towards it. The only car on the snow-covered road. In the sky above, more snow falls from several ominous clouds. Tracks. Let's see if this peculiar tradition really is as widespread as they say. Panel two. <laughs> so good. If I'm breaking up, Greg, you're doing a great job. Uh, it's no sound bang. <laughs> we could we could bust him out somewhere. <laughs> Panel two. Oh, I did, did want to say on the Carolers. Are we all going to sing that? You goddamn right. All right. <clears throat> It'll be great. Good luck to us all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Devastator should talk at the same time. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> See also our previous episode. 
Panel 2, exterior, the streets of Portland, night. Snow gently falls as tracks drives through, drives through a busy city. A man in a Santa Claus costume rings a bell on the sidewalk beside a group of Christmas carolers. Several families line the streets, most of them with children and all carrying assorted wrapped presents. Santa. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Carolers. Silent night. Holy night. Holy shit. Yeah, baby. Holy shit. <laughs> Tracks. Hmm. Panel three, exterior, the city center, night. In another part of town, Trax stands on the crest of a hill looking down at an enormous Christmas tree decorated to the nines and situated in the center of what appears to be a frozen lake. Several young couples skate in circles around the tree, smiling and laughing with glee. Trax. What are they doing? Don't they understand how cold it is out here? Lunatics, all of them. Panel 4, exterior, the suburbs, night. Once again in car mode, Trax sits, lurking, outside a suburban family home. Creepy. Christmas lights adorn the roof. A snowman stands proudly in the front yard, while several tall standing letters spell out the word Noel on a snow-covered lawn. Through the front window, a family, mother, father, son, and daughter, can be seen sitting around the fireplace. Trax. These humans have the right idea, staying inside where it's warm and away from all the... Wait! Panel 5. Interior. The family home. Inside, the mother hands hot chocolate to both her son and daughter as her husband strokes the fireplace. Yeah, man. Each mm. of them... <laughs> Make it hot. Each... Each of them is dressed in traditional Christmas garb, including the stereotypical fuzzy sweaters. Over their shoulders, tracks can be seen through the window still parked outside. Tracks. They're celebrating Christmas too? Panel 6, exterior, the suburbs, night. Outside in the street, Trax has transformed into his flying car mode, soaring up into the sky and away from the house. Tracks. Preposterous. Perhaps it's only the humans in this country. Let me check just one more. <laughs> yeah, like America Light. <laughs> page five, panel one, page exterior. <laughs> That's right. Exterior, Vancouver, Canada, night. Caption, Vancouver, Canada. Trax flies over the brightly lit city from his vantage point. Multiple columns of colored light, can, colored light shoot into the sky as though shined from... I can't pronounce this word. Klieg lamps? Yep. Rising up beside various skyscrapers to bathe the night in hues of red, green, and white. Tracks. What? Even in Canada? (laughs) (laughs) Surely five hours north of Portland is just godless heathens. (laughs) Oh, you at two, Great White North? (laughs) Did someone from Australia write this? (laughs) That's where he should have flown. (laughs) 18 pages later. (laughs) Panel 2, exterior. Queen Elizabeth Park, night. 
tracks sails over the park's beautiful gardens, its tall trees lit by neon lights of blue, red, green, and yellow. A monorail glides by on its track, also glowing with decadence, as a dazzling Santa's village, complete with steam train, gingerbread house, and six-foot candy canes, entertain many citizens that fill the park. Is it just me, or does 1986 Canada sound like future 2020? It does. (laughs) Tracks. Unbelievable. Humans are so easily amused. Panel 3, exterior, the North American skies, night. Amidst the clouds, tracks, still in flying car mode, floats through the air. Tracks. It doesn't make any sense. Why is Christmas so popular? Why am I talking to myself? (laughs) Panel 4, interior, tracks is home, the library, Cybertron. With another flashback to Cybertron, Trax sits with Brainstorm in an extravagant library surrounded by what looks what look to be ancient metallic books in almost as ancient bookshelves. Both Trax and Brainstorm sit in a tall, illustrious chairs of their own, enjoying the company, the literature, and the silence. Trax, captioned. It's nothing short of madness. These humans don't know the first thing about real culture. Panel 5, Interior, Trax's home, the distillery, Cybertron. Continuing the flashback, Trax stands on a pedestal before a small crowd that includes Mirage, Highbrow, Chrome Dome, Skylinks, and Brainstorm. Trax holds a bottle of refined Energon in his hands, unveiling it to his friends like a newborn baby. Behind him, several Energon vats fill the room like a Cybertronian wine cellar. Tracks captioned. They don't know the true meaning of fun. Basically, so tracks is Cybertronian Frasier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll be here all week. No, hey, really. Sit- <laughs> <laughs> Page 6, Panel 1, Exterior, Mount St. Hilary, Night. Outside the Ark, Trax glides out of the sky to transform back into robot mode and land on his feet. A warm light can be seen through the snow emanating from inside Autobot HQ. Trax. Well, I don't care if the entire planet observes this absurd holiday. I'm not going to. Never, ever. (laughs) (laughs) He he is Robot Frazier. Jeez. Is he a piece? Well, is he a piece of shit yet? Are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Greg, this is your Joaquin Phoenix Joker moment right here. <laughs> Never <Fuck> ever. <laughs> Panel two, interior, the Autobot Ark. Trax enters the Ark to see Red Alert standing alone. Yes. <laughs> <on the> track. <laughs> this is so funny to me because Greg and I are like six issues out. <laughs> All right, Red Alert. Hey, who goes? Oh, Trax, it's you. Where have you been? Trax. Investigating. Where is everyone? Panel 3, close on red alert. Red alert. Temporary shutdown mode. Everyone hit the recharge slabs extra early tonight. They want to get some rest before the big day. You know it's Christmas tomorrow, right? Panel 4, Trax storms off in a huff, pushing past red alert with disgust. Trax. Ugh, you too? What will it take to get a little class around here? Red alert. Hey, what's the matter, Trax? You don't like Christmas? 
I thought everyone liked Christmas. At least, that's what they say to my face. <laughs> Have you heard something different? Is there something I should know? <laughs> Panel five. In the foreground, Red Alert watches tracks skull, skulk up a long corridor and towards a doorway in the background. Red Alert continued. Tracks, where are you going? Don't you have anything to say? Panel six, close on tracks as he looks over his shoulder with an solemn expression. Tracks. Bah humbot. <laughs> Page seven, panel one, interior. Trax's private quarters. Trax moves towards a vault like secret compartment built into the wall of his suite. Trax. I don't care what anyone says. Christmas is as inane as other, any other boring human celebration. Panel two. Trax opens the compar- compartment and <laughs> reaches inside. Trax. Oh. <sighs> If only I was still at home. If only I'd never left Cybertron. If only the war hadn't ruined everything. Panel 3. Trax removes one of at least two dozen bottles of refined Energon from his vault, brandishing it with a nostalgic reverence. Trax. You're my last reminder of home. Of the good old days. The finest batch of refined Energon ever produced. I imagine that's how you spend your Christmas as well, Ryan. Just like staring at bottles. Oh, one hundred percent. It's definitely I don't have like gin hidden in the toilet tank, and I go in there, and I'm like, I'll be out in a little bit, honey. Yeah. <laughs> See, I and I thought weird is his his girlfriend lets him drink in public. Yeah. I just like to well, feel like I'm slipping in it, like well, like I'm hiding it somehow. Before before uh, when Ryan was still living without a girlfriend, I guess a better. <laughs> You Ryan would would record himself alone. Was it on Christmas? Oh, or my lonely Christmas Eve videos. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like to be alone. I kind of sometimes wish I were an orphan, so I didn't have familial responsibilities. Yeah. But I like to be because everybody went like even when I had roommates, they'd all go somewhere on Christmas Eve. So I'd film these like a lot of naked like there hijinks. Was, there was a se- Ryan has a series of them. I mean, that's that's the that's the truth. It started out as like pictures with like Brit- Britney Spears. All I want or I don't. Don't want a lot for Christmas or whatever behind it. And then I turned into videos and like, yeah, I stopped doing it about 2008. But there's like yeah. five of them. I, so yeah, I, li- I like how that. we're discussing this so casually. Like this is not incredibly disturbing. No, it, no, 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 no. This is normal. Yeah. I am down with the sickness. We're, we're just Aaron and I are pretty jaded at that's, this point about the whole thing. That's a lot. I was going to make some kind of joke about toilet gin, but that was like 20 minutes ago, and I've got other stuff to be far more haunted with now. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not like like hard R nudity. We're talking. I, I hit it. It was like like it was, was mangina style nudity. Yeah, not, not every picture was like that. It was just. There was some. It would, uh, I would get further unclothed right. as the as I the like video would go on. To move on. <laughs> yep. Let's do that. Let's move on. <laughs> wow. Panel four. Trax pours himself a glass. Trax. Should still be okay. Only four million years old. After all, if Christmas is about giving, then I'm going to at least give myself the best gift there is. Panel five. Trax sips his refined energon, causing an almost euphoric expression to spread over his face. Trax. Hmm, simply sublime. They sure don't make it like this anymore, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I have been inconvenienced. Yes. What the fuck? 
<laughs> My booze. <laughs> Page eight, panel one. Close on tracks as his expression changes to one of concern. Something is wrong. Tracks. Uh, what? What's going on? Panel two. With a splash panel, Trax drops to his knees, now clutching at his throat, as though it's been po- as though he's been poisoned. Trax. Aaron, can you do this one as mud? <laughs> no. <laughs> can you do it in two words? Maybe. Can you do it in one? No. <laughs> okay. It's it's spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We gotta get Sneak a mud in cameo there. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Panel three, Trax collapses face first onto the floor with a clink to fall unconscious in a heep. Nice. Page Dude, nine, folding. panel one, interior. <laughs> Production value, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Wait till interior. Unknown location. Darkness. Imprisoning the me. The entire panel is <laughs> <laughs> the entire panel is filled with cold, black nothingness. Panel 2. Trax's point of view, once more, the panel remains blacked out, but now with touches of gray peeking in, and a static-like interference muddying the image as though seeing through Trax's waking eyes. Trax captioned, Where, where am I? What, what happened? Panel 3. Trax stands alone amidst the black haze, Anxiously looking around for some kind of clue as to what's happened to him. Tracks. Hello? Is anyone there? I don't understand what's going on. What is this place? (laughs) 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 Sounds like he's going to cry. He's very upset. Acting. Thank you. (laughs) Panel four. Tracks becomes enveloped with fear as a ghostly voice cries out to him. Ghostly voice. It is the world of your nightmares, Trax. A world of evil. <laughs> a world of suffering. A world of retail. <laughs> and death. Wow. Some liberties were taken with the material. <laughs> oh. That made my day. That is amazing. <laughs> Trax. What? <laughs> Panel five. He turns to see a silhouetted figure behind him. Its only visible feature, a mass of heavy change wrapped around its distorted body. Ghostly voice. But it doesn't have to be. Change your ways. Alter the course of your life before it's too late. Late. <laughs> panel six an intense yellow light begins to fill the frame Trax reaches for the still silhouetted figure just in time to realize that they are both standing in the middle of Trax what are you talking about who are you panel ten page ten sorry panel one interior the center of vector sigma cybertron with a full splash page, Trax finds himself standing in the middle of Vector Sigma, its spherical glowing core beaming with yellow light, hope, and life. But now standing in front of him, Trax can see the true identity of the chain-wearing, ghostly being. It is Alpha Tryon! 
The ancient Autobot appears withered and decayed, like a tortured corpse, and his once pristine signature cloak is now nothing more than a tattered rag. Tracks. Alpha Trion, Vector Sigma. Page 11, panel 1. Alpha Trion looms over Tracks like an avenging angel of death. Alpha Trion. Wait, hold on. <laughs> well, I was... Well, it's on our script thing. It says Ghost of the Iconic Moment. But it's too much. I was trying <laughs> to whisper much. that you don't have to don't do, do that. Don't do that. Okay, that's you all I need to know. You could do it in an iteration. No, that's fine. Yeah, mature, you could do like a... You a mustache and beard. Yeah, there you go. Perhaps a monocle. <laughs> like a mature... A mature, self-aware, and self-confident <laughs> version of the Ghost of the Iconic Moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the opposite. Okay. <clears throat> okay, here we go. <clears throat> Alpha Triumph. <clears throat> Tracks. <laughs> you, you, are, you are in danger. Danger! <laughs> okay, here we go, I guess. <laughs> this is, oh, this is my favorite thing it's ever. It's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. A buddy you need a buddy cup script yeah. now with him and Mud. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm portraying a person that's portraying a person. Right now. Give me a fucking break. You're a dude dressed up as another dude pretending to be another dude. <laughs> Tracks. D- danger? Alpha Trion. Yes! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> in, in danger of losing your way? <laughs> oh, I got more lines to do this. You oh, have like no. 12 lines. Oh, no. Well, this is going to be tough. All right, let's keep this. We'll do it. Who read the script before? <laughs> yeah. Not me. <laughs> Panel two. Panel 2, close on Alpha Trion's disfigured face, kind of explaining his voice. Alpha Trion. (laughs) Your fellow Autobots, your your human allies, they can see the light. The way forward into a future of peace and prosperity. Panel 3, wide shot. Alpha Trion points an accusing finger towards a concerned Trax. Alpha Trion. But you... You shun the human traditions. You mock their festivities while your Fuck brothers... Fuck you for getting too <laughs> I just noticed that. <laughs> what yes. happened? Josie just hates festivities. Oh, yes. <laughs> you mock their festivities <laughs> while your brothers in arms embrace the ways of Earth. You remain defiant, stubborn, ignorant. Tracks. But, but it's only Christmas. It's only a silly holiday. <laughs> I like festivities. Fuck you, Trax. It's a festivist for the rest of us. Yeah. (laughs) Panel four. Alpha Trion raises his arms and subsequently his tattered cloak to appear like a demented preacher as as the once warm and welcoming glow of Vector Sigma changes to a more ominous, gloomy purple. Like, Like all the paint in my house. It's all purple. I keep thinking I have shades of blue. No, it's all purple. This has been Remodeling Talk with Mike. I'm going back over here. Great. <laughs> no! <laughs> you must understand. This is but the first step towards your potential doom. You fall into disrepute. You were your damnation. Panel 5. Trax attempts to plead his case to Alpha Trion, who merely holds him at bay with an intimidating finger. Trax. No, you don't understand. All I meant was... Alpha Trion. 
No, you don't understand, Trax. Heed my warning. Should you continue to ignore and detest the human's traditions and therefore drive a wedge between you and your fellow warriors, you may find yourself becoming something less than an Autobot. Possibly something as terrible as... As me! Panel six. (laughs) (laughs) Panel six. Alpha Trion steps aside to reveal a doppelganger of Trax, one that is twisted and evil. Where the real Trax is blue, this imposter is purple. His usually colorful red face, now instead a macabre ashen gray. His wings are sharper, more jagged than the real Trax, almost like giant razor blades, while the remainder of his more angular and sinister design is adorned with the all-too-familiar Decepticon symbol, affixed to his chest affixed to his chest plate. This new Trax grins maniacally as he stares at his Autobot counterpart with eerie red optics. I really like that I, description, by the way. I thought that was really cool. Like, I thought that was a lot of fun having an evil Trax. Yeah. Shattered glass, sweet. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alpha Trion. Behold! I see this, and I just keep picturing that Scientist from Futurama, like behold, behold, <laughs> there you go. Tomorrow, <laughs> page twelve, panel one. Now disgusted, Trax turns his back on both his doppelganger and Alpha Trion, stubbornly looking off into the foreground, like some <laughs> overacting soap star. Trax, ridiculous to think I'd ever turn out as hideous as that that thing. Have you no class, Alpha Trion? These parlor games are growing tiresome. All I did was pine for home, for the good old days. Yes, perhaps I was a little too exuberant with my lamentations, but that's no reason to... Panel 2, Alpha Trion waves his left hand through the evil tracks, disintegrating it like glass. Shattered Trion. (laughs) Enough! There it is. <laughs> you will recognize my warning, tracks. You will answer the call, and you will be visited by three sparks tonight to teach you the error of your ways. Panel three, close on tracks, worried face as Alpha Trion continues. Alpha Trion. Listen to each of them, Traxed. <laughs> Traxed? <laughs> Trax. Lest your fate be worse than mine. Worse than Cybertron's. What did itself. Alpha Trion do? <laughs> Why is he in chains? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Why does his accent keep changing? Silence. <laughs> it's all over. He's from everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Why. He's in between worlds. <laughs> Alpha Trion's a deep figure. We're trying to figure him out still. <laughs> Panel four. Alpha Trion steps back as Trax approaches him in anguish. Trax. Wait, three sparks? Who? When? Alpha Trion, please tell me. Alpha Trion. Farewell, Trax. <laughs> Peace to worlds. Peace among worlds. <laughs> now he's a vampire. <laughs> Panel 5. Trax lifts his left arm to shield his face from the blinding light now emanating from Alpha Trion's chest and eyes. Alpha Trion. Hasta la vista, Trax. Tracks. Ooh, that fell flat. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) It's fine. No, no, wait, please. 
Panel 6, Alpha Trion's light has now consumed the entire panel, leaving nothing visible besides his final speech bubble. Alpha Trion. Farewell. Page 13, Panel 1, Exterior, Cybertron, The Golden Age, Day. Trax awakens face down on a golden metallic surface. His own confused expression is being reflected back at him from the shiny ground. Trax. Huh? Where am I? Panel 2. Now standing, Trax finds himself on Cybertron in its golden age. A warm yellow hue bathes the land while the typical skyscraper-like spires on the horizon appear in pristine condition. Beacons of perfection in this altogether impeccable world. Several Cybertronians, though none we recognize, frolic and play in the distance while several more, in various Autobot modes, race by on a multi-level motorway. In the sky above, even more aerial mode transformers zoom across the heavens like a flock of peaceful doves. Tracks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Cybertron? How? It's not possible. Panel 3. A stranger's voice causes Tracks to wheel around with surprise. Stranger from off panel. Oh, it's Cybertron, all right, you highfalutin silicone snob. Panel 4. Looking over Trax's shoulder, the stranger is revealed to be none other than Cup. The wily veteran stands with arms folded, unimpressed with the stuttering Autobot before him, with a subtle transparent aura around his entire body. There is no doubt that Cup is the first spark Alpha Trion spoke of. Cup. Just not today, Sabatron. Cup. I'm sorry, Trax. <laughs> cup, cup, cup. Page 14, panel 1. Cup remains as cantankerous as ever as Trax excitedly rushes towards him. Trax. It is you. I remember you. You were one of Optimus Prime's most trusted. You stayed behind to continue the fight after the, after the Ark left Cybertron. Sorry, after the Ark left Cybertron. Fucking Americans. <laughs> panel two Trax turns to release Jesus Christ it's a wall of text for me this episode (laughs) panel two Trax turns to reassess his surroundings while Cup still has not moved Trax but if this is Cybertron what is it I mean how can it Cup how come it looks so good I, I just panel the wheel, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Cup's dialogue must have been so fun to write. Yeah, I was trying to make Cup just had no time for Trax's shit. <laughs> panel three. With a wide shot, Cup opens his arms to showcase the current Cybertronian landscape. Cup. Because like I said, you snooty upstart, this is the Cybertron of the past. You don't listen so good, huh? Too much refined energon swirling around in that fancy cyber cortex of yours. Panel four, close on tracks as his expre- and his expression of surprise. Tracks. The past? Then you're the first spark. Panel five, Cup smiles a knowing grin, watching in amusement as tracks grips his head to try and regain some sanity. Cup. The spark of Cybertronian past, if you don't mind. Tracks. Then it's true. It's all true. Cup. Course it's true, you puffed up nano ninny. Why wouldn't it be? You got no reason to doubt the great and powerful Alpha Trion, have you? 
Heck, he's even older than I am. <laughs> Panel six. Cup places a hand on Trax's shoulder. Cup. Speaking of which... Start over. <laughs> Speaking of which, we gotta get moving. Trax. What? No, wait. Panel seven. Again, the entire panel is filled with white as both Trax and Cup disappear. Only Cup's speech bubble remains. Cup. I got something to show you. Uh-oh. It's a banana right here in my belt. Right over just here. like that guy in the park. Hey, kid, you like Anna John goodies? <laughs> it's my toilet chin. <laughs> Don't make any sudden moves. <clears throat> Page 15, panel 1. Interior, Trax's penthouse home, Cybertron. Just like the previous flashback scene, Trax finds himself back in his former extravagant lodgings. Cup stands beside him, unimpressed, while Trax cannot believe his optics. A crowd of well-to-do Transformers, including those we saw earlier, Chrome Dome and Highbrow, continue to sip refined Energon and Hobnob with other elite Cybertronians. Cup. What do you think? Home sweet home, right? Tracks. Wait, we're back here in my home? Incredible. <laughs> Look at all my shit. Yeah. <laughs> my, my stuff's the best. <laughs> I don't need a home to support Skylinks. I just have one. <laughs> He's just my roommate. <laughs> Panel two. Tracks approaches both Chrome Dome and Highbrow who both ignore him completely. Trax. Highbrow, Chrome Dome, I'm back. It's me, Trax. Wait, Chrome Dome? Highbrow? <laughs> Panel three. Cup leans closer to Trax to explain. Cup. Yeah, they can't see you, kid, or hear you either. No one can. Panel four. Trax turns back to face Cup in anger. Trax. What? No one can see or hear us? Then what was the point of bringing me here? Cup. Spark a Cybertronian past, remember? I'm here to show you the area your previous ways. Panel 5. Close on tracks. He remains upset. <laughs> tracks. <laughs> the error of my ways. What are you blabbering about, you old coot? <laughs> How could <laughs> this be seen as any kind of error? This was life on Cybertron at its finest. Panel 6. Cup stands up to Trax, poking a crotchety finger into his snobbish Honobot's <laughs> flaming chest compartment. Cup. First of all, Coot is a racist term on Cybertron, you typical pretentious snobbot. You don't remember? This is exactly why you need to be here. Maybe you should take a closer look at some of your former guests. Hmm. Trax. <laughs> What are you talking about? My friends were the toast of the town. Scholars, academics, socialites. I mean, who exactly do you think you're talking? Page 16. <laughs> Page 16, panel one. Trax turns to look over his shoulder and discover Hook and the rest of the Constructicons are indeed guests of his, pa of his past self's party, although none of them are adoring him are adorned with Decepticon badges. Instead, they seem to be socializing with the crowd as much as anyone. Tracks. About. Oh, my. <laughs> Cup. Still think your guest lists were always on the up and up? You let six soon-to-be Decepticons in right under your stuck-up nose. Panel two. Tracks is still... 
stunned. He turns back to Cup in horror. Tracks. No, this isn't possible. I'd remember them. If those brutes were ever in my home, they wouldn't have remained undercover for long. Their true boorish natures would bulge out of them in an instant. It's hot. Like Ryan on Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Cut. Well, not so fast, Mr. Smart Chassis. Hook was quite the social climber back in the day, and his parties like your excuse me, and parties like yours let him turn his buddies into a lot of snooty upper class doings like this one. <laughs> Doing. <laughs> I think that word is doings. <laughs> I think we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got it. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag upper class. <laughs> I love it. I got a sound clip for you guys to share when this is ready. <laughs> Panel three. Cup continues to rain on Trax's parade. Teacup. The upper class like you and your buddies, the mistreatment of regular blue collar bots like me, Huffa, Gears, and the good old Ironhide began to drive a wedge between the halves of Cybertron and the have-nots. Tracks. Oh. With the self-awareness of a partially thawed fish stick. Got it. Oh, 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 oh. Cup. And their disgust led them to joining a much worse band of no good terrorist delinquents, the Decepticons. Panel 4. Trax tries in vain to call out to his former friends. Of course, they cannot hear or see him. Accidentally ignoring him as Cup turns to the penthouse windows. Trax. No, this isn't right. I didn't know. None of us did. Highbrow, chrome dome. Cup. Say your goodbyes, Trax, because we got company. Panel 5. Trax peers out, one, peers out one of the penthouse's tall windows to see a platoon of Decepticon Tetrajets screaming their way toward his home. In their Cybertronian forms, the trio of Starscream, Thundercracker, and Skywarp approach. <laughs> Trax. No, now I remember. This is the night of the first ever Decepticon attack on civilians. Cup. Yep, and your buddy Hook ratted you out for being the oblivious upstarts you were. See you around, kid. Panel 6. Starscream, Thundercracker, and Skywarp blast through (laughs) the window of Trax's penthouse, peppering him with a hail of laser fire that glides right through his non-corporeal form and into his home, destroying it. Tracks. No. <laughs> Not my stuff. <laughs> my possessions. All my stuff. All my things. <laughs> Page 17, panel 1. Exterior, Times Square, New York City, night. Tracks is in- instantly transported back to Earth, finding himself surrounded by the well lit and Christmas-decorated Times Square of the 1980s. He is greeted by Mirage, also bathed in a ghostly aura. Tracks. Oh! Mirage. Hey, pal. What's the trouble? <laughs> That's awesome. M- Mirage is also a bit wasty. <laughs> yeah, isn't totally. Little, yeah. Yeah. Can't get enough of that golden yeah, crown. 
Yeah, I feel there's a little bit of sugar bear in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good mirage. Well, it was only a couple words. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Panel two. Trax dashes to Mirage's side, attempting to shake his hand. Trax. Oh, thanks, Cybertron. Mirage, it's you. Panel three. Close on Trax. Hands slipping right through Mirage's. Trax from off panel. What? No, not again. Panel four. Mirage smiles at Trax with a tip of the hat salute. Mirage. Spark of Cybertronian present at your service. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh. That, you See? just went into Gomer Pyle territory. <laughs> at your service. <laughs> this is going to be a wild ride. Okay. Shazam. <laughs> nice. Cybertronian present, but this is Earth. <laughs> it's involved. <laughs> <laughs> Panel five. Mirage stands proudly before tracks, the bright lights of Times Square blazing behind him in the background. Mirage. That's right. What better place to inspect than your old <laughs> inspect than your adopted home? What better time than now? Panel six. Mirage creates his transparent box frame around both he and Trax, causing both of them to fade into invisibility. Mirage. Come on, I'll show you. Page 18, panel 1, exterior, St. Louis Cathedral, New Orleans, night. Mirage and Trax reappear within Mirage's box frame outside a majestic church. As snow gently falls from the sky, Trax is looking up at the building with confusion. Trax. A church? What could we possibly be doing here? Mirage. Well, not much from the outside, but what say we head in and take a closer look? Tracks. Inside? We can't go in there. Imagine the hubbub when these humans see two handsome Transformers strolling into their place of worship. <laughs> Panel 2. Mirage leans back, chuckling with his hands on his hips as Trax continues to act perplex. Mirage. <laughs> oh, Trax, my old friend. Being the spark of Cybertronian presence has its advantages, you know? <laughs> wow. Choked on that one a little bit. <laughs> Mr. Trax. Huh? He fucking says that a lot. Yeah, he does. <laughs> fucking wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Panel 3, Mirage again enables his box frame surrounding both he and Trax once more. Mirage. Does the term invisible mean nothing to you? Trax. Oh no, not again. Panel 4, both Mirage and Trax have now become completely invisible, represented to us, the readers, by seeing their standard black line work replaced by bright yellow. Trax. I'm guessing no one can hear us either, right? Mirage. You catch on quick. Come on, we don't want to miss out on all the fun. <laughs> There's a little bit of Bane <laughs> up in there. Hey, there's some Bane. I'm consciously yeah. trying not to make it just Bane. <laughs> that could have worked, yeah. You catch on quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invisible. Sound Bane? <laughs> Just creepy Mirage Bane just hanging out. You can't see me, but I can see you. <laughs> Invisibane. Yeah. Why are where's we my, in the restroom? Where's my toilet, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Panel 5. Interior. Inside the cathedral. 
Within the magnificent cathedral, rolls rows of people sit singing the Christmas carol, Silent Night, led by their preacher, standing before oh, them all at his pulpit. Crowd. Oh, no. Oh, I'm not supposed to read the punctuation. Sorry. <laughs> the lag does nothing nah. for our singing. Yeah, <laughs> it's not an optimal. Singing and human singing at that. Oh, this cacophony is worse than jazz and blaster combined. Zing. And now I kind of need that. <laughs> Raj. That's that is <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of Bruce Willis in The Last Boy Scout, and he's like, "How do you?" Oh no! Uh, what no, are you gonna say? No, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> he just said, "I can't." Re- now I can't. No, move it on. doesn't. Cut, cut this, it. Cut it all. On. <laughs> all right. Lighten up, buddy. Music playing during the holidays really brings the human communities together. Look how happy these people are. Look at the joy they bring to each other by sharing this moment. I like how you were so panicked not to have Aaron say something racist. You didn't even let. Yoshi. He said Mirage. He did. Oh, never mind. Nothing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Panel six. Trax has placed both hands over where his ears should be while Mirage stands disappointed with his friend. Trax. I suppose, but does it have to be so loud and out of key? Mirage. I see this place isn't exactly helping you change your opinion on Christmas, Trax. No matter. Panel 7. Mirage snaps his fingers, creating a wholesome white light to overwhelm himself, Trax, and the surrounding panel. Mirage continues. Next stop, Washington, (laughs) D.C. Page 19, panel 1. Exterior, the White House, Washington, D.C., night. Trax and Mirage appear within the grounds of the White House, still in their yellow outline state. In the background, the windows of the Oval Office can be seen. Trax. The White House? What are we doing here? Mirage. As you know, this is the home of the most powerful human in the world. So let's take a closer look. <laughs> Inside yeah, window. Maybe somebody's in the shower. It's just a, all of this is just a bunch of peeping. <laughs> Get some more Panel holding, Chris. Second. <laughs> Clean yourself, Interior. human. <laughs> Sugar oh, bear, indeed. Creepy, creepy mirage is the best mirage. <laughs> Panel two, interior, the Oval Office. As the still invisible tracks and mirage peek in from the outside through the room's glass window, President Ronald Reagan can be seen sitting at the resolute desk, a telephone receiver in his hand, and pressed to his ear. Behind the president, First Lady Nancy Reagan stands with a confident smile. Both wear stereotypical Christmas sweaters. Note, the entire Oval Office is covered in elaborate decorations, including a Christmas tree. Uh, President Reagan. Well, I appreciate that, Mr. Gorbachev. A very Merry Christmas to you, too. Give my best to Risa. Panel 3. Close on Reagan, turning to face the First Lady. Reagan. How about another cup of cocoa, mommy? (laughs) (laughs) Mommy. It's good stuff. (laughs) 
Panel four. <laughs> Ex- panel four. Exterior. Outside the Oval Office. Night. Trax looks to Mirage with confusion, as do the readers. Trax. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, but I thought... Mirage? Like we've been trying to tell you, Christmas is a very special time for the humans. Even the fiercest of rivals often put aside their differences at this time of year in the spirit of goodwill. Maybe if we had something like Christmas back on Cybertron, the war may have never occurred. Panel 5. Trax is now aggressively (laughs) close to Mirage, yet Mirage remains calm. (laughs) Trax. Well, it did occur, and it's all but destroyed our planet and taken us away from our homes. These humans wouldn't be acting this way if they'd experienced what we Autobots have gone through. Mirage. (laughs) You think because of the war, the Autobots would never act like this? Panel six, with yet another full panel of white. Only Mirage's speech bubble can be seen. Mirage. Then maybe we should take a look for ourselves. (laughs) Page. That was nice. That was Mm. awesome. Very good Mirage, definitely. Sorry, Prime. It was full. Yeah. (laughs) Page 20, panel one. Interior, the Autobot arc. This time, Trax and Mirage return to the Ark, encased by its familiar orange interior. Teletran 1 can be seen behind them, yet unlike earlier, Red Alert no longer mans its control panels. Mirage. Home sweet home, right? Trax. Oh, please, this wreck of a ship is still nothing more than... Wait, where's Red Alert? Panel 2. Mirage says nothing, instead pointing over Trax's shoulder to something off-panel behind him. Trax. Huh? <laughs> panel three. Festive. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Hashtag huh. <laughs> panel three. With a splash panel, Trax turns to see a group of Autobots, Jazz, Blue Streak, Huffer, Red Alert, Powerglide, and Bumblebee in Volkswagen mode, sitting in a circle with schoolchildren, looking up at sitting in a circle like schoolchildren, looking up at Optimus Prime, positioned before them in a metallic chair. Both Spike and Carly are sitting on Bumblebee's hood, also furiously the making story, out while Chip remains near <laughs> Just like that live action movie. While Chip remain, there you go. While Chip remains nearby in his wheelchair, because he can't stand. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> I got some editing very clear. <laughs> At the same time, Sparkplug sits atop Optimus Prime's shoulder, reading from a large storybook with Blaster playing gentle music from his boombox mode. All eyes are focused on Sparkplug with undivided attention. Grimlock in T-Rex mode noses in over Optimus Prime's other shoulder to gain a better look. Meanwhile, in the background, Wheeljack enters the room holding a tray of what looks to be mugs of hot cocoa. Sparkplug. Not a creature was stirring. Not even a mouse. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wheeljack. Who wants hot in a John? I made it myself. <laughs> How do you make it? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Who wants snow cones? But I was gonna say, I mean, before we move on though, this whole panel three, guys, this is incredibly sweet. I I really enjoy the imagery. It's very sweet. It's very holiday-ish. Well done, you guys. I, I just I like it. 
Makes me happy. Fills me with holiday cheer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks, cool. Mike. Thanks, we rewrote it like eight times because it was just describe yeah. room festively. I'm like, fuck you. Festively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, who do we sneak in? All the ha- we need yeah. all the happy people. So, so it's jazz, blue streak, you know. And then that's with a well, Huffer, and Huffer's got to be there to show that even <laughs> even fucking miserable Huffer is like, yeah, I like Christmas. <laughs> Page 21, panel one. The group of intently listening humans and their Autobot friends can be seen behind tracks as he turns back to face Mirage. Mirage. You see, your fellow Autobots have embraced the human tradition and accepted their culture. Christmas truly transcends the universe. Panel 2. Trax lifts his hand up to his forehead with annoyance. I'm sorry, Trax. I cannot accept that. A great leader like Optimus Prime is surely just humoring Sparkplug and the others. Panel 3. With a close shot, Sparkplug continues to read to his Autobot family from atop Optimus Prime's shoulder. Sparkplug. While visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. Oh! Bing! <laughs> <laughs> Tracks captioned. This benign storytelling wouldn't hold an electro candle to the literature we had back on Cybertron. Panel 4. Close on Mirage. He is now downbeat, ready to give up. In response, Trax appears anxious. Mirage. It seems nothing will please you, Trax. Your stubbornness might be too much for even me to handle. I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but I suppose you'll have to receive a visit from him after all. Mirage pulls out Megatron and <laughs> Hey Oswald, blam. <laughs> Tracks. Him, him who? Mirage, what are you talking about? Panel 5. Mirage begins to fade away, leaving Tracks quite upset. Mirage. Farewell, Tracks. I hope your next visitor has better luck with you than I did. Tracks. Wait, you can't leave. Where are you, who are you talking about? Panel six. Now Tracks himself begins to fade away. Staring at his own transparent hands, he begins to panic. Mirage is gone, nowhere to be seen. Mirage or Tracks. What's happening to me? Mirage, come back. Come. Page twenty two, panel one. Exterior an empty void. That's a double. Trax finds himself floating. <laughs> Trax finds himself floating in another void of nothingness. Trax. Back. What? Where am I now? Panel two. Behind Trax, a bright ball of light can be seen far, far in the distance. He turns to look over his shoulder towards its illuminosity. Trax. Oh, now what is that? Will this never end? <laughs> What's this now? Oh, come on. What fresh hell is this? <clears throat> Panel three. Trax transforms into his flying car mode and jets off towards the light. Panel four. Exterior, a dark Cybertron. Still within the void. Trax flies towards what appears to be Cybertron. Only this version is devoid of light. Like a city plagued by a blackout. The mechanical planet is dark and dim. Tracks. Cybertron? But who turned out all the lights? Panel 5. Exterior. The surface of dark Cybertron. Night. Track. Tra- tracks. Transforms to land on the metallic ground. 
tracks. This doesn't make any sense. What happened here? Panel 6. Startled, Trax spins around in horror as a ghastly shadow falls over him. Trax. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Trax. Just give me a speaking line, guys. <laughs> what? No, no, it can't be you. Page 23, panel 1. With a full splash page, Trax stands before his third and final visitor, the spark of Cybertronian future, Megatron. This Megatron is different. However, twice his normal size and more black than silver, draped in a black cloak like a robotic Grim Reaper, complete with a hideous scythe that has replaced the customary fusion cannon that usually rests on his right forearm. Tracks. Aaron, I feel this is another mud. Oh, line. man. Hang on, I'm trying to plug in my <laughs> phone. Sorry. Oh, dear. This is Caleb's fault. <laughs> wow. This is all your fault. Throwing him under the bus. <laughs> His phone is plugged in. Are we on page 29? <laughs> 24. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah it's, it's page 29 of the script, page 24 of the comic. I'm Got sorry, it. that came off way more dickish than I usually <laughs> want it to be. I'm just, <laughs> page 24. <laughs> Page 24 of the script, for the record, is on 37. Page, uh, or page 24 of the comic is on page 29 of the... Of yours. It's yeah. on 37 of mine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How the hell is it? Why do we have all different page numbers? Okay. <laughs> what, where are we? Oh, God. Is it the tracks? what did you do line or tracks in the future line? Tracks <laughs> m- m- Megatron line. Mm. Page 23, panel one. You know, where he's all like, mama, mama, Megatron. Ma 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 Megatron. Ma 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 Megatron. Apologies. <laughs> I think you got it covered. Ma 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 Megatron. <laughs> Whoa! And then <laughs> under delivers. <laughs> that was a long walk. You're the spark of Cybertronian future. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mud's yeah. gonna get cast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Mud's going to become like the top monster for tracks or something. We're going to team them up. Uh, that, uh, that juice was worth the squeeze. <laughs> Page 24, panel 1. Megatron slashes his scythe through Trax's midsection. Trax. Uh, it's very serious. I'm sorry. Poor guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Panel 2. Exterior, the Autobot Ark, Mount St. Hillary, Sunset. The Ark sits wedged in the mountain. However, this time it appears rusted out and rotten. The sky above is red and terrifying, as though some kind of apocalypse has occurred not too much earlier. Trax stands with Megatron, reaching for his still intact body. Trax. What did you do? I'm alive, but what's happening? Is that the Ark? Panel 3. Looking out from within the shattered Autobot HQ, Trax stands on the horizon with Megatron, gazing at the destruction. Trax. Is this the future? Is this what happens to the Ark? Page 25, panel 1. Trax looks up into the sky to see the jet forms of three Decepticons, Thunderwing, Six Shot, and Geaxis. They zoom overhead in a V-shaped formation. Trax. What is that? Who is that? Panel 2, close on tracks. Tracks. 
Decepticons? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Panel three. As Thunderwing, Sixshot, and G-Axis fly off into the distance, Trax sees an army of Seekers following behind them. Identical in design to Starscream and the rest of the generic jet mode Decepticons, the swarm of aircraft fire toward the ground. Trax. No, it can't be. Panel 4. Trax dives for cover as the ground around him erupts into flames, thanks to the overhead assault of the Seekers. Trax. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Page twenty. <laughs> we missed it instead. Just be like, <laughs> I just real quick wanted to say that I really like the choice of Thunderwing, Six Shot, yeah. and Hexus as totally. the uh, the random future villains here. Oh, cool. I don't know if that would have worked or not if this was technically written in the eighties, but I guess we'll. Like, oh well. <laughs> Page twenty six. Panel 1, Exterior, Cybertronian Death Camp, Night. Back on Cybertron, now fully lit, Trax stands with Megatron high on a hill overlooking what appears to be a mining operation of some kind. Trax is once again a nervous wreck. Trax. What what are you showing me? What happened to Earth? Did you destroy it with your army of marauders? And if this is the future, where are the Autobots? Panel 2. Megatron points down towards the mining operation. Tracks. Oh no, please, no. Panel 3. With a closer look at the mine, several Autobots, all shackled at the wrists with Energon manacles, uh, push heavy mine carts of a red crystalline quartz. Among the rusted out and downtrodden Autobots, we see Hotspot, Chase, Sea Spray, Grapple, and Sure Shot all of them being watched over by several Decepticon guards, including Razorclaw, Motormaster, and Onslaught. Trax and Megatron are visible in the far background as tiny specks of their hillside as tiny specks on their hillside vantage point. Trax. No, what have you done? Panel four. Back on top of the hill, Trax pleads with Megatron. Trax. Please stop this. This cannot be the future of the Autobots. Where is Jazz? Bumblebee. Where is... <laughs> Bumblebee. Panel really... 5. I don't really care about Bumblebee. <laughs> I care about Boo Bumblebee. He's just very marketable. <laughs> yeah. Panel 5. Once again, Megatron slices through tracks with his scythe, but this time vertically. <laughs> From chin to nuts. Tracks. <laughs> Go. Page 27, panel 1, exterior, a graveyard, Cybertron night. Trax now stands with Megatron behind him, in the center of a spooky graveyard. Headstones litter the area as a huge lightning strike scatters across the sky. Trax. A cemetery? Panel 2. Trax moves closer to four predominant headstones. Each is decorated with an Autobot symbol. Megatron watches on. Tracks. Oh no, Who, whose graves are these? Panel 3. Close on the six headstones, as well as the aforementioned Autobot symbols. The names of each of the deceased can easily be read to indicate that they are the graves of... Wheeljack. Yes. Huffer. Windcharger. Hoist. Inferno. And Sideswipe. Tracks. 
from off Wheeljack, sideswipe, hoist. Panel four. Trax turns to see even more headstones marked with Autobot symbols and the names Ratchet, Prowl, Skids, Brawn, and Mirage. Trax. No, not Ratchet. Prowl, Brawn, Mirage, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who'll look Pregnant through windows pause. with me? Yeah. <laughs> Panel 5. Trax looks back at Megatron, who stands beside even more graves marked with the names Ironhide, Red Alert, Smokescreen, Trailbreaker, and two more. Please be Bumblebee. <laughs> the names obscured by Shadow. Trax continued. Ironhide, Red Alert, but, but. Panel 6. Close on Trax. Trax. Wait, those final two graves. Who are they for? Page 28, panel 1. Megatron steps aside, allowing Trax to see the first of two gravestones. Marked below its Autobot symbol is the name Optimus Prime. Trax is now beyond distraught. Trax. Optimus Prime? No, it can't be. That's Shot impossible. in the back over a matter of $80. <laughs> the future is this. <laughs> panel 2. Shot from behind the final gravestone, Trax looks down at it, uns- at, looks down at its unseen marker, and its and his uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Panel two. Shot from behind the final gravestone, Trax looks down at its unseen marker, and his reaction is one of pure terror. Trax. If even Prime has fallen, then who belongs to this final grave? Panel three. Close on the final headstone. As we all suspect, it is marked with the name Trax. Trax. Off panel. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I took that pretty well, actually. (laughs) No. (laughs) Panel four. Trax steps back from his grave, bumping into Megatron, his Reaper's cloak flowing in the breeze. Trax. This cannot be the future. It's too horrible to even contemplate. Panel 5. Trax turns to face Megatron once more. However, the embodiment of evil merely points towards Trax's chest. Trax. What? What are you pointing at now? God, your hands are (laughs) massive. (laughs) (laughs) Panel 6. Trax looks down at his chest plate to see a Decepticon symbol. Trax. What? Oh, no. Not that. Page 29, he's panel 1. He's more freaked out by the Decepticon symbol than his own grave. <laughs> <laughs> panel 1. Trax now resembles the evil Trax we saw earlier with Alpha Trion. His usual blue color scheme has been replaced with purple. His once red face is now ashen gray, and his wings are razor sharp and sinister. Finally, his Autobot blue eyes have switched to Decepticon red. Behind his trans... Behind this transformed Trax, Megatron smiles with satisfaction. Trax. No, this isn't right. I'll never be a Decepticon. I'll never be like you. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it by watching you. And the cats and the cradle and the I just... <laughs> yeah. Does, uh, I just realized as well, does someone want to do Optimus Prime? Because otherwise, it's me talking to myself. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's Ozdemus all the way. Does anyone? anyone do He's like, please. Uh, I can do it if you want me to. If you Erg. want me to, I'll do it. Erg. But but do it with an Australian no, accent. 
<laughs> Panel two. Trax points an angry finger at Megatron. Trax. You hear me? Never. Panel three. Trax looks down at his great look. Bleh, oh. Trax looks down at his at the grave of Optimus Prime as an unnerving groan echoes from beneath its headstone. Trax. Oh, Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime from underground. <laughs> no more Taco Bell for you, Prime. <laughs> Panel 4. Optimus Prime's fist punches through the ground, revealing its rotting fingers, while Trax faces a smiling Megatron once more. Optimus Prime from underground. (laughs) (laughs) Plop. (laughs) Trax off panel. What? (laughs) What have you done to him, you despicable maniac? Panel 5. Megatron reveals a box of X-Lax and then vanishes from the explosion from, of black smoke. Panel 5. Megatron vanishes with an explosion of black smoke, leaving Trax to shield himself from the eerie mist. Trax. Where are you going, you coward? Come back here. This can't be my future. It just can't. Panel 6. Close on Trax's face as he turns back to see yet another imposing shadow falling across his now Decepticon visage. Uh-oh. Tracks. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> page 30, panel 1. With a full splash page, Trax is aghast to see an undead, decaying Optimus Prime standing free of his grave, appearing as close to a zombie as a Transformers can. His eyes have been reduced to mere sockets. His face mask is dented and cracked. The windows of his chest are nothing more than shattered husks, while his standard red and blue color scheme has been diminished to an unsettling charcoal. Optimus Prime. They're all are one. Nice. <laughs> Page 31, panel 1. Optimus Prime grabs Trax by his shoulders. Trax. Optimus Prime, listen to me. It's me, Trax, one of your Autobots. Panel 2. Optimus Prime pulls Trax frighteningly close to his rapidly decaying face. Optimus Prime. Auto. Autobot. Panel 3. Close on Trax's chest as Optimus Prime's zombie finger presses against the Decepticon symbol. Optimus Prime from off panel. Not Autobot. Decepticon. Panel 4. Optimus Prime lifts Trax high above his head as Trax pleads with his leader for mercy. Trax. No, I'm not a Decepticon. It's a trick. Please, Optimus. You have to believe me. Help me. Panel 5. Optimus Prime hurls Trax down into his own grave. Trax. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? That's kind of perfect. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, stop. If this is the future, I don't want it. I can change, please. I can change. <laughs> he needs to lie. <laughs> you can change, and we can change. Everybody can change. Yeah. But they can all can change. They're Transformers, right? Oh, oh shit. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> 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 You're fired. 
fired. Wow. <laughs> Panel six, shot from Trax's point of view, looking up from within his own grave. Optimus Prime glares down at Trax, pointing his ion blaster into it, into the burial plot. Trax. Please, Optimus, I'm sorry. Optimus Prime. One shall stand. Panel 7. The yellow energy from Optimus Prime's ion blaster fills the entire fucking panel. <laughs> Tracks. I'm sorry. Optimus Prime. One shall fall. Page 32. Panel 1. Interior. The Autobot. Panel 1. Interior. The Ark. Tracks' private quarters. Trax sits up to find he has returned to his private quarters within the Ark. His bottle of refined Energon lies smashed on the floor beside him. Trax. I'm sorry. I can change. I can change. Into a car. And, into a and also a flying car. <laughs> into a car. A flying car. With wings. <laughs> Panel 2. The doors to Trax's quarters open to reveal Chip Chase at the entryway. Trax remains on the floor looking at his shattered Energon bottle, starting to realize it was all just a horrible nightmare. Caption, December 25th, 1986. Trax. I'm back. In the Ark. This four million year old refined Energon must have overloaded my usually pristine <laughs> cerebral circuits. Trax? Are you yeah. okay? I, I heard you shouting and... Panel 3. Trax rushes to Chip's side. Trax. Chip, what time is it? Chip. Uh, it's late. Well, early, actually. 3.55 a.m. to be exact. Panel 4. Close on tracks. Just over his shoulder, Chip appears confused. Tracks. Then there's still time. Panel 5. Tracks dashes from the room, almost toppling over Chip and his wheelchair. Whoa! Shit. <laughs> Tracks. He's still a prick, yeah. <laughs> Out of my way, little boy in a chair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to go. I'll be back, I promise. Someone Chip. will pick you up later. <laughs> I'm in a wheelchair, you asshole. I've fallen and I can't get up. Whoa, Tracks, where are you going? It's Christmas morning. Panel 6, exterior, just outside the Autobot arc, Dawn. In car mode, Trax roars out of the arc and towards the horizon, leaving Chip to watch with a baffled red alert in the entryway of Autobot HQ. Trax. I told you, there's still time. Red alert. Where's he going in such a hurry? Does, does he know something we don't know? Page 33. <laughs> Tell does, me now, does human alert? cripple. Tell me. Uh, does re I think Red Alert just asks questions. In this <laughs> it's all interrogatives. Yeah. Tell me Paranoid why. Red Alert is the best Red Alert. <laughs> Page 33 and 34, panel one, interior, the Autobot arc, Christmas Day, caption, later. With a double-page spread, the Christmas Day celebrations are well underway within the arc since they canceled the fucking festivities. Optimus Prime kneels down in the foreground to accept a series of oversized presents from Spike, Carly, Sparkplug, and Chip, while 
two primes left, Bumblebee exchanges gifts with Huffer. Sideswipe, Sunstreaker, Jazz, and Blue Streak stand to the right of Optimus Prime, laughing with merriment. On the left side of the background, Wheeljack opens a gift that has been given to him by Ratchet and Grimlock. On the right side of the, of the background, Ironhide and Powerglide stand smiling with Cosmos, while beside the Christmas tree, an excited blaster hands a gift to Warpath, the 1984 album Make It. <laughs> Make it big by wham, causing Warpath to react as only he can. Spike. Merry Christmas, Optimus. Optimus Prime. Thank you, Spike. Merry Christmas to you, too. Merry Christmas to all of you. Chip. Aw, thanks, Optimus. I just wish Trax was here. I fear he may never understand the true meaning of Christmas. Warpath. Wham! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Transformers line. Reanimated. Good night. When <laughs> oh. we were like, oh, someone's going to get a present. And then we were like, holy shit. We're like, Blaster has to give Warpath a Wham album. I love it. If we never write another issue, I'm going to die happy. Uh, <laughs> I want that as a poster. I really get Damon to just draw that. Just Warpath holding the Wham out. Wham! <laughs> wham. Well, perhaps for, uh, for for next year, he could maybe get some uh, emerald seasoning for uh, for Warpath there. Oh, boy. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be bam. Yeah. Kick it up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> just war, yeah, Warpath and Bam Bam from the Flintstones hanging yes. out. Yes. <laughs> Ram Man. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, crossovers. <laughs> Page 35, panel one. Spike and Carly turn to Chip. Spike. Any idea where Trax was going? Chip. No, all he said was that he'd be back, and he still hasn't. Panel two. With Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and Jazz behind them, Spike, Carly, and Chip turn towards the Ark's entryway as sounds of heavy vehicles echo into the Autobot base. Bumblebee? What is that ruckus? Jazz. Sounds like a whole heap of heavy vehicles right on our doorstep. Chip. Heavy vehicles? But it's Christmas Day. Panel 3. Spike and Bumblebee have run to the edge of the Ark's entryway. Bumblebee is still looking outside with a smile on his face, but Spike has turned back to call out to the others. Bumblebee. Chip, everyone, come quick. Spike captioned. It's tracks. Page 36, panel 1, exterior, outside the Autobot Ark, day. Trax has returned, in car mode, to lead a procession of delivery trucks, stirring up a dust cloud that follows behind. Panel 2. As Trax transforms back into robot mode, Jane Blackrock jumps free of his chassis as Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Spike, and Chip greet him outside the Ark. Chip. Trax, you're back! Trax. Of course I'm back. It's Christmas Day, after all. I hope you don't mind that I brought a friend with me. <laughs> Panel three. It's a lady. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I thought the way, the way the cadence was, of course I'm back. It's Christmas Day. It sounds like he's going to go, it's Christmas Day, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> We just edit Let's make an one. edit later. <laughs> it's Christmas Day, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs>
Panel three, BlackRock greets Spike, Carly, Chip, and Bumblebee looking up at Optimus Prime. BlackRock. Nice to see you again, Optimus. Optimus Prime. The pleasure is all mine, Miss BlackRock. But what are you doing here? Panel four, BlackRock stands proudly with tracks and the delivery vehicles behind her. BlackRock. Let's just say I received an emergency call from a certain Autobot who didn't want to let his family down on Christmas Day. (laughs) (laughs) We made a bad choice. (laughs) Sultry BlackRock is sultry. (laughs) I kind of want to hear her as Trump now. Sounds like she has a brain disease. (laughs) She's drunk. She has Panel had five. three Smirnoff spiked sparkling seltzers, and that's not a lie. And that's real. That's what is in his hand right now. Wow. Well, that's not Pina following the law. flavored. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not following the law of the claw. What are you doing? <laughs> it's going to be a long night. <clears throat> Panel five. Close on tracks is smiling face. Blackrock captioned. Trax wanted to get you guys some gifts, so who better to arrange it than the world's greatest billionaire businesswoman philanthropist? (laughs) (laughs) Panel six, behind Trax and Blackrock, multiple delivery men start unloading wrapped presents from their various trucks. Blackrock continues. And to make all this happen, Trax has agreed to donate his remaining bottles of refined Energon to my company, which means we can use it to produce clean energy source to provide power for the country during Christmas and allow me to give my employees a 40% Holy raise. Holy shit. <laughs> it's something else. It's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> That's in 1986 dollars, too. Thanks. Yeah. Yeesh. <laughs> Panel 37. A page 37, panel one. In a row? Chip. Oh. <laughs> Chip proud. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's that's the, the wheels, only reason the I'm here. <laughs> page 37, panel one. In a Chip row? proudly looks up at Trax. <laughs> Chip. Wow, Trax. It seems like you do have the Christmas spirit after all. Panel two. Trax kneels before his human friends and Bumblebee. Trax. <laughs> and Bumblebee's also there. Yeah, he's also there somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, my friends. I was wrong to lament my past on Cybertron. It blinded me to the fact that my true friends have always been here on Earth. Except for Bumblebee. <laughs> How's it going, Shorty? <laughs> you guys are assholes. I'm going to the station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> Page 38. Can't wait till I'm gold Tra- <laughs> Tracks reaches behind his back. Tracks. Which reminds me, I have one final gift okay. for you. For all of you. Is that a gun? <laughs> Megatronic <laughs> gun mode. Hey, Oswald! Yeah, hey, he's of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That is a waspy thing he would pull out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Panel two. Optimus <clears throat> Prime stands proudly in the background with Blackrock as Spike, Carly, Chip, and Bumblebee watch tracks present them with an enormous gold Autobot symbol. Tracks. Merry Christmas. Carly. Wow, it's beautiful, tracks. Chip. It sure is. But what's it for? 
Panel three, Trax hands the golden Autobot symbol to Chip with a smile. Trax. <laughs> All right, how creepy do we go with this one? <laughs> All the As way, the baby. tiny human is crushed under its weight, splat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I think you know, Chip. There oh, you man. go. Page 39, panel one. Interior of the Autobot arc. Wheeljack stands beside Jazz and Prowl as all three stare straight ahead, looking towards something off-panel. As Jazz simply smiles, Wheeljack is waving directions, while Prowl is seemingly sizing up their target by looking through his hands, positioned in the classic movie director finger frames. Wheeljack. A little higher. Yeah, that's it. Jazz. You almost got it. Panel two. In a similar panel... Ironhide stands leaning towards Sunstreaker, also looking forward at something off-panel. Sideswipe stands beside Sunstreaker, <laughs> face-palming as his brother's, at his brother's actions. Ironhide. Have you... Oh, man, now I lost my redneck accent. <laughs> Gotta get it back. Just be yourself, dude. Just be yourself. <laughs> more, of that, more of that white claw will help you right out. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a prettier thing in all your life? God, that was cup. That's not. That was, that was just cup. <laughs> that was cup. Go hey, pro- have you ever it- seen a prettier thing in all your life? Oof. Oh, you ran it, Folsom football. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I look into a monitor, prime my circuit sizzle. Yeah. Try that. I needed to do my scales before that one. Your redneck scales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got redneck skills. I can't can't understand nothing. Hey, we have a human female that just showed up. Should we have her read the lines that are coming up later? That would be my wife, Melody. She could play the role of uh, Hannah and perhaps Goldie. I agree. I support this legislation. Also, hi, Melody. She Uh, can't hear you. She cannot hear you at all. (laughs) That's fine. After I do sideswipe, I'll hand over my headphones to her. Okay. Sunstreaker. Who's Sunstreaker? I don't fucking look up something. The ghost of the iconic moment. Oh, oh shit. (laughs) Woo! Hey, everybody. (laughs) Well, yes, but only if I look into a mirror. Spooky mirror. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So that's what we're doing. All right. That's what we did. Sideswipe. Bro. (laughs) Good. Thanks. <clears throat> Panel three. Optimus Prime stands behind Bumblebee, Spike, Carly, and Sparkplug, also looking off panel at the same event as the previous Autobots. Bumblebee. It's perfect. Spike. <laughs> it sure is. Panel four. With a wide shot as Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Spike, Carly, Sparkplug stand in the background with Jazz and Ironhide, the back of several more Autobots' heads appear in the foreground, including those of Ratchet, Grimlock, still in dino mode, Prowl, Sideswipe, and Sunstreaker. In the center of the frame, Trax smiles brightly while lifting Chip up to the top of the Ark's transformer-sized Christmas tree, allowing Chip to place the golden Autobot symbol at its peak to replace the previous star, Chip. God bless us, everyone! Except for me, because I kill, still can't fucking walk! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let me do that one more time. Chip. that angry. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. That's the spirit. I still can't fucking walk. Page 40, 
I'll wait for some later issues, maybe. Hint, hint. (laughs) Page 40, panel 1. Interior, a family home. Caption. Elsewhere, in Bellingham, Washington, within a family living room, a full Christmas tree, in every sense of the word, shines brightly before the room's large open bay windows while snow falls outside. The Christmas tree is adorned with multicolored twinkling lights, antique ornaments handed down from the previous generation, and handmade tinsel to make the tree glow with the spirit of the holidays. On the tree, small presents can be found randomly within its branches. Underneath the tree sit several wrapped gifts, while off-panel we hear a family speaking. Yusuf. Merry Christmas, Goldie. Hana. Merry Christmas, honey. Goldie. Merry Christmas, Mom and Dad. Good job, wife. (laughs) Well done. Wow. Excellent. That is the best acting we've had on the whole show. Yeah. (laughs) Panel two. Goldie, a five-year-old girl, sits in front of the Christmas tree, ready to open the first gift in her hands. Her parents sit together on a couch. Her mother, Hannah, is a shapely redhead, while her father, Yusuf, is an oddly handsome, bearded fellow with a backwards baseball cap. Each of Goldie's parents... Mm. Nobody said anything about that. (laughs) Each of gold. Like, this is how you guys picture me now. Yes, <laughs> it's just what it is. It's a shaky Each of, head. <laughs> Each of Goldie's parents hold gifts of their own in their laps, as the family cat remains curled up on the couch beside them. Both mother and father watch their daughter lovingly as she per- prepares to open her first present. Three mugs steaming with warm cocoa and marshmallows sit on a coffee table nearby. Panel three. Close on the gift in Goldie's hands as she rips open the wrapping paper to reveal a speak-and-spell toy. (laughs) Goldie. Oh, cool. Foley is on point this (laughs) evening. (laughs) Panel four. Close on Goldie's gift in her hands. Now it is completely unwrapped. Yusuf. Do you like it, sweetie? Goldie. I love it. Thank you. Speak-and-spell. Spell apple. <laughs> Am I done here? Okay. Merry Christmas, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye. Hannah and Goldie is taking off. Yes, she, she got to go. The speak Thank and you. spell representation was so bad, the only woman left. <laughs> yes, immediately. <laughs> Panel five. The screen of the speak and spell displays the word apple as Goldie's finger has just pressed the final letter of the word, the letter E. Speak and spell. That is correct. Now smell green. Panel six. The screen of the speak and spell now displays the word green and Goldie's finger has just pressed the final letter of the word, the letter N. Speak and spell. You are correct. Panel 7. The screen of the speak and spell suddenly becomes wrapped in in throbbing yellow sparks. Speak and spell. Now, let's spell crimson. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. So, oh my God! So Ryan won't Woo. be speaking for the next three days. Uh, that's you okay over there, buddy? Easy to do, actually. That's that's not that hard on my voice. I can do that all night long. That's what she said. 
Oh my god. This was a monster. Thank you guys so very much. Oh yeah. You're that was fun. Oof. Yeah. Uh, this is a great uh issue. I really I really, like, I really I liked the story. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. It's fun, it's it's sweet, and then it also has like I just thought the interesting part about like um tracks <laughs> the whole Decepticon thing of like him losing himself was pretty is it was very interesting. We thought like it, normally like every um like how many versions of a Christmas Carol are there? Like a yeah. thousand. Yeah, and Six. like every version is is all, at the end is always like, oh, and in the future you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. You know, like so it's always the same thing. Like so we thought, well, we could kind of do that, but what if like, what else would be like the worst thing for him? I guess. And we were like, well, if he was like a Decepticon, so, mm-hmm. you know, and then like him being a Decepticon, I guess is kind of implied that he's sort of somehow helped cause all those mm-hmm. other problems you know like you see earth it's all fucked up and thunderwing and whoever else well and, and the thing i like about it also is that we already know what the future of 1986 is this is a different future so it kind of like subverts your expectations because like instead of having like you know thunderwing and six shot and g-axis it could have easily have been like you know cyclonus and and scourge and the sweeps you know characters we already know from a future um and and i like that it's not that we did think about that we were like oh it could be cyclonus and the sweeps but then we were like well yeah but if this is trax's dream he how would he know who they are like well, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. So we were like, ah, oh, he wouldn't. Yeah. So recognize. We, but then again, same with Thunderwing and all that. But then we we're like, well, who knows? Like they could just be. Well, and and it's well, presumably they've been around. I can't, I can't remember in the Marvel yeah. comic universe. I mean, GXs didn't come in till G two. Right. No, he was. Mm. Was is that right? I think oh. you're confusing him with Straxus. You're right. Straxus. That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. I had we had Straxus at one point as well because he was a jet. Oh, that's right. So. Yeah. Um, but but um, I, it had to be. It was Straxus. Who was the other one? Skyquake was another one. Um, but we thought a lot of people probably don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah. That that's almost a little too deep cuts. Um, you know, the thing that I also like also is that it's remarkably on on brand for a media that's supposed to sell toys. I want this version of tracks. I I think that'd be really cool with like <laughs> the razor wings and stuff. It's it's a really cool concept. Hmm. And um, Grim Reaper Megatron. Oh, totally. Well, yeah. I mean, you could almost get like uh, like a third party cloak and put it on your MP36 or something like that, and you know, give him give him a side yeah. stick or something like that. That'd be that'd be a cool variant. And and again, it's to sell toys. So, uh, but yeah, no, I I I love the alternate versions of uh, of the characters here. Well done. That's a hell of a fucking compliment, Mike. That you actually want to buy a toy after reading this. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was making. Comp- I will say as well the 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 future that you look at, like it's like, oh, it was all a dream. Like I'm glad all those horrible things won't happen. It's like they kind of still do. <laughs> like Prime does die, and like if you go back and read all the graves, they are all characters that are either die or disappear before season three right i did not even notice that that's a nice detail so like that's clever if so like what do we got wind uh wheeljack huff yeah. or wind charger well we know they're dead mm-hmm. hoist inferno and sideswipe well they you don't see them again in season three um ratchet and prowl are dead and brawn uh skids and mirage mm-hmm. you don't see them again either right. and then um 
Ironhide, we know he dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got Red Alert, Smokescreen, Trailbreaker. Well, shit, and, and like you don't see them again either. Well, so I was gonna say, it's like, and then and and prime. and tracks himself, right? And tracks, yeah, and tracks, yeah. So, so it's like, well, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy ending, <laughs> or is it? So while we're all sitting here uh, chit-chatting as we close out, um, and since this is a recording that folks can listen to, uh, Greg and Yoshi, do you guys want to uh, talk about what kind of the future of Transformers Reanimated is? Like, I, like I've hijacked your podcast, like I'm doing my podcast or something. <laughs> yes. Sorry. It, it's really weird. It's just like that weird home turf feel, and I just I just slid into it. I apologize, but... Uh, but No, no. I, the, you know what? I, 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 we talked, Greg and I talked about this early on, like... There are, you know, there's there's the radio nights or the audio nights theater guys, and there, I mean, there there are groups out there that do this kind of thing mm-hmm. and do this better than what we're doing here. We're doing this because we want to have a, a blast doing it. They have a blast doing their thing. So, like to me, if somebody wants to re-record this and really put a professional take on it, I'll yeah. throw it up on the website. I don't care who mm-hmm. does it. If if uh, you know if people want to do fan art, I'll throw it up. I might even include it in the PDF. I'm not sure, but there's like I, I don't advertise it very well, but you know, <laughs> fandoms exist within fandoms. Like, it, this is just us doing this mm-hmm. after busting our asses to write yeah. this. This is our stress relief because it's so much fun to get together with yeah, you absolutely. guys. Like, by all means, it's free. Do something with it. I like that, but that yeah. does not answer your question. So, like, <laughs> as far as the you the taking over goes. this podcast is totally in line with my thinking. <laughs> as far as. As far as like teasing the future goes, obviously like there's the creme Zeke tease at the end of this one. You, I so mean, it's like let's let's follow up the most hated episode. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> let's do, let's let's give people another creme Zeke story. So like yeah, that's that's happening. And then yeah, you might end up seeing uh, some more of the uh, former human villains as well. Tonight. Ooh, it's a tease. Nice. Mm. And and I think we can say. Uh, Yoshi, that yes, we do. We do travel to Australia with a certain little Aussie Autobot. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> do they have a yeah, festival? I cannot wait for Bumblebee in Australia. It is the best, <laughs> best solo story adventure where he dies that I've ever written. Oh man, yeah, he gets he gets murdered by plovers. <laughs> So, uh, yes. so I want to thank I want to thank the Autopod Decepticast crew for joining us for this read through. You guys were invaluable. Your voices are amazing. Uh, thank the the young lady that sat in. That was great. Um, She's not I'm that going young. to include uh, all the links and everything in the show notes. But sometimes people just want to listen and not read. So, where can we find you? Where can we listen to you? What's important to know? If you're interested in anything Autopod Decepticast, uh, you can go to autopoddecepticast.com. Find us at uh, Twitter, uh, well, Spotify. What? This is the uh, worst one you've ever done. <laughs> no, like, if I don't have the script in front of me, all I the platforms, about it. all the uh, platforms at Apoddcast. Social media: Twitter at Apoddcast, Instagram at Apoddcast. You can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and. 
what we're doing right now is covering the G all the G one episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're uh, releasing bi weekly, and we're doing going the, doing the episodes in order. If you want to listen to our back catalog, we did a minute by minute breakdown of the whole eighty six eighty six movie. It's awesome. <laughs> For clarity, we are not rereading the script in worse versions of the characters. We are <laughs> just yes, we're just talking about spitballing it. our own analysis of what we see on the screen. Can we do that though? Comical. Can we do that? Because that would be fucking rad. I don't know if it would, though. All right, fine. All right, fine. (laughs) Thank you for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate it. It's always a lot of fun. If you have any more speak and spell roles, I would be happy to reprise that. He may take that may replace Mud as the (laughs) go-to fan favorite character. Yeah, Mud uh, and uh, Lady Blackrock. And Mike Seibert from Mike Seibert's Radio, thank you so much for helping us out. We really appreciate it. You uh, you said kind things that we don't deserve, Aww. but uh, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, the pleasure is all mine, and, and thank you both so very much. One, for having me on this show. Again, we've talked about this already tons, but this is the fun part of it. This is just a blast. It's just, you know, it it's great friends from three different time zones getting together, and it's, it's just an incredible great time. So again, thank you so much much uh for having me on and uh thank you guys uh both uh yoshi and greg for uh starting this project to begin with it's it's really fun and this is a great example of what transformers fandom can be like and what we can do and all of the fun that we can have um so as uh, as for folks that want to connect with me i am at mike cybert radio you can find me on twitter instagram and on the facebook you can listen to my podcast mike cybert radio pretty much the same place you listen to everyone else's podcast uh again it's mike cybert radio i do uh interviews with independent artists i just recently did a interview with idw comics artist uh levio ramadelli we were talking about his brand new creator owned book the kill lock uh that will be out by christmas so that and that was a really fun conversation we talk a lot about transformers as well um and again uh the spelling on my last name is s-e-i-b-e-r-t Mike Seibert Radio. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot for having me. That's awesome. Livio's awesome. I've got his book uh, pre-ordered at my yeah, shop. Yeah, same here. And and he was great, and he was a lot of fun. And he uh, he was very patient as I did all of the fangirling uh, because because like I, I I like broke it down for him. I'm like I remember when when I first discovered your art back at Emerald City Comic Con back in 2010. You had a piece in the Monsters and Dames book, and then I came to your table, and there was like all these strikingly original prints of like Optimus Prime with his chest cracked open and make Matrix energy spilling out it's it was so cool your stuff is so cool oh yeah and congratulations on the book so. yeah <laughs> so. i hope he i think he's coming to emerald city this year at least i hope he is or next on march i believe so yeah, I, I think that's one of one of his can't misses. He's uh, uh, well, no, I think he's back home as of uh, when this uh, when this episode will post. But he's uh, he was traveling the world. He was in uh, Tokyo uh, for um, uh, for a spell, and then he went to Singapore for a comic con over there as well. So that's a uh, he's a well traveled dude. Where in the world is Olivio Ramon? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Wherever he wants no to No doubt. Be. That's true. <laughs> Thanks You're a lot. You're very welcome. Thanks a lot. And we will catch you around the way. And until next time, make good choices. We'll talk to you guys later. Right, bye-bye. bye-bye.